Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. On the line, Advocate Stephanie Fick, Executive Director of the Accountability Division at Outer, the organization undoing tax abuse. Uh, Advocate Fick, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for having me. Great, uh, and thank you for joining us. Uh, would you mind if I call you Stephanie for purposes of the conversation, uh, Stephanie? No, not at all. Thank you so much, and again, thank you for joining us, Stephanie. Um, what we're going to be doing is unpacking the state of disaster issue. Now, as things stand, the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs Minister and Corsazana Dlamini Zuma has now been given authorization to exempt critical infrastructure establishments from load shedding. She will also be able to give a go-ahead on finances through emergency procurement. Of course, Outer has reacted to this uh, development of our issue regarding the state of disaster. So right now, uh, of course, I, I, I noticed earlier on in reports saying that Outer has also, been ta- has also taken this to court. So as things stand, what is Outer's position on the matter? Well, firstly, we really think that that decision that oh, let's it's actually two decisions that were made. It, um, by firstly, the head of the uh, disaster centre to declare the electricity crisis a disaster, and then the minister um, declaring a national state of disaster. That both those decisions are irrational. And, it, and, and, and why we say that is firstly, it was I think anyone can imagine. You know, is this going to be a repeat of PPE corruption? Because we mm-hmm. all know how much right. money was lost during a very, very difficult time. Yes. And um, secondly, we were also clabbergasted uh, that ESCOM, you know, the SOE that is responsible mm-hmm. for 95% of the electricity uh, production in this country right. did not know about the national state of disaster. And then thirdly, but I think, you know, one of the more important things is that they can fix the current electricity problem with the existing legislation. It is not the lack of a national state of disaster that has stopped them. It is the inability to fix the problem. Right. So... uh Okay, so going forward, so, so what, what do you think determines a state of, of disaster? Because we had the state of emergency. What, what are the other key concerns that uh, Outer has with this that could, um, you know, evolve, if I can use that word, or expand, or, well, it can, le- it can lead to, you know, like a, an abuse of the system? Yes, a state of, uh, a state of emergency uh, is... Um, that's a whole di- different um, a scenario. That's right. more where you have, you know, there's, there's um, um, I can only think of the Afrikaans word, but when there's riots and, you know... Upheaval. Yeah, yeah, up here, that yes, kind of thing, yes, right? Okay. Yes. State of disaster is more, and I'm going to um, specifically exclude <laughs> the electricity crisis, because right. that's a crisis, but it's not necessarily a disaster, is... Normally, it can be man-made, but it's your natural disasters. For example, what happened in Kuzulina Sol with the flood. Right. That is typically a disaster, so you need all the resources to be focused on getting people in, in, in safe places, giving them right. food, making sure that they have water, etc., etc. Um, why a state of disaster, we believe, is not applicable in this situation is mm-hmm. because you cannot 
declare a state of disaster unless there's special circumstances. And secondly, there's no other law that can fix the problem. And with a state of disaster, right. we specifically worry about the fact that they may push through the car powership deal. Now, we, we have been fighting the car powership deal, but the car powership deal and the problem with that whole deal started in the previous um, state of disaster, when they tried to push through the environmental authorization as an exemption, they tried to get an exemption. And we all know that they were, you know, <laughs> certain shenanigans going on there. And right. that was, um, the, the minister then said, no, you can't get your um, um, environmental authorization. They also lost on appeal and they had to start the process all over again. And with a minister like Minister Grevy, um, who is very much in favor of, of, of this ridiculously expensive deal may try and push that through. I mean, I can't, we can't say that for a fact, but if you have relaxed regulations and um, transparency is, is, is an issue under normal circumstances, but then throw in a state of disaster, right. then, um, you know, you're going to create a disaster. <laughs> of course. It, it's an extreme, as you say, it, it's really, there's got to be no alternatives and what have you, as you clearly outlined. So on, on the basis of what you've just... Um, uh, what we've just spoken about now. Um, looking at the legal side, so Arta appeared the, uh, approached the courts today, was it? Just to confirm. Um, yesterday. So oh, yesterday. Actually, okay. Uh, yeah. So yes, exactly uh, now, what is uh, Arta's uh, position uh, from, a, from a legal perspective, a uh, legal point of uh, view? So from a legal perspective, we had an application in um, Part A and Part B. So right. we, 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 firstly, the main issue is the review. So okay. we want the court to look at the reasons mm-hmm. why the decisions were taken. Right. National state of disaster, disaster, etc. Okay. But we also thought we don't want them to issue any um, regulations and so forth while the review is going on because we all know when it comes to litigation against the state that they can drag it out, you know, like you wouldn't believe. It, it, so, you know, where's right. the okay. Yeah, there is a sense of urgency. So maybe if there's an interdict, we can get the review done fairly quickly. Well, as it goes, and with um, litigating against the state, you know, at the 11th hour, we were approached saying they will be ready uh, on Monday evening. They will be ready on Tuesday, but that would mean we will have to take their papers and, and then postpone in order to draft our own replication papers and all of that. But we then agreed that we will remove the interim interdict from the role, but we then got expedited to, um, um, time and, and dates for them to file the necessary in order for us to proceed on an expedited um, time frame with the review, which is the important one. Um, so now we are, we are forcing um, a government to, for example, by Friday give us the reasons um, they took into account when the decisions were made, and then right. we can file our supplementaries, etc., etc., and then hopefully, as soon as reasonably possible, the review will be heard. Stephanie, we're going to have to leave it there. We've run out of time. We just wish we could have just unpacked it just a bit more to find out exactly uh, you know, how things have transpired since this uh, disaster, state of disaster was declared, and, of course, uh, Arta's uh, position on that. 
Advocate Stephanie Fick, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and making time to tell us uh, where Outer stands on this matter of the state of disaster which has been declared and our Outer views it. Uh, Advocate Stephanie Fick, Executive Director of the Accountability Division at organization, at the organization rather, are undoing tax abuse.